Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. My name is Ross Pepper. Almost 15 years ago, I discovered we are all infinitely more powerful than we realize. And now it's my life's purpose to help you discover your greatness. Alistair McDonald. Hey, Ross. Al is, has founded multiple businesses, including one he recently took from startup to 50 mil turnover. He works as a business coach, helping teams achieve powerful results. And we have Luke Farrar. Hello. Luke is the CEO and founder of LF Signs. He loves sales so much, I think he'll never give it up. So he'd best introduce himself. Yeah, so I'm an, I'm an all-around nice guy, great salesman, funny as fuck, extremely good-looking, uh, and I don't know what modesty is as yet, but I'm, I'll find it eventually. <laughs> Thanks, mate. The three of us are Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be absolutely guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. Welcome, gentlemen, to episode number 47. And, uh... 47? Yeah, 47. I was just watching, watching the monitors and, the, you know, seeing the levels change, but not the wave. Ah, uh, yeah. Just caught my attention for a second. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the you'll, uh, the wave pops up after the recording. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just to give everyone some context, you're just looking at a screen. So sorry, that's yeah. why I was recording lost for software. A Whereas yeah. if you look at the phone, you'll see that's actually got the yeah. wave. The recording, the, wave. the recording equipment. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the backup. Yeah, yeah. Give it some context. That's that's the, the backup. Equipment. So the backup is the, is the phone, and we did actually use the phone. Uh-huh. That used to be our primary oh, yeah. recording for device for our early podcast it did. Um, Stepped up now. you can tell me whether you think the uh, the audio is better or worse or what you think of that uh, but uh oh, frankly yeah. i like the early days where i could just sit in the car and open doors and just have background noise and you know, <laughs> mow the lawn and hey fellas it might cut in and out and then there's like this 30 second delay in reply and everyone starts talking over each other it didn't work for me al oh, no, 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 no. you I just de- keep talking i deferred to your wisdom no, we, we tried it. We tried it, right? We yeah. did. Yeah. But that's it. So I like a forum where I can just fucking talk and ignore everybody else. Well, that's our chip there, right? Yeah. It's just Al's podcast. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just Al's life. That's I just... right. <laughs> Ross and Luke, they're just bookends, all right? Yeah, as long as it starts and ends appropriately, everything in between doesn't matter because that's what people remember, Al. The start and the end. Actually, you know, some of my favourites have been where I have sat here and not said very much. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because what was going on in my head every time was, gee, I'm not adding any value. I'm not contributing. I'm not, you know. But sometimes it was just a, it was just the right thing to just observe. And um, yeah. Well, one of the wisest things is <clears throat> that we can do as a human is to not talk. Shit. <laughs> what, you're in trouble? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I could say less. Just put it that way. There's people there that would champion that. I think the podcast would be really boring, though, if we were just sitting here listening. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't want to sit there and all these reserved guys think not thinking about what they're saying. But I mean, look, it's it's a podcast. A nice life. I, yeah, I like to communicate. I got told last night that I point a lot, and that we, you know, I'm like, really, do I? What are you talking about? Just <laughs> <laughs> pointing. Yeah, that he was goes, you do a bit, and I go, well, good. I've got some awareness around that. He's like, you know, put your hand up like that as a, a um, obviously people deal with things a little bit differently. I don't like pointing. Yeah, uh, and we saw a guy on site, uh, one of our contracting teams, and he's pointing at his guy, and that's how the conversation came up. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that actually brings me into some content that I had no idea that we we're ever going to talk about on this podcast. Okay, sure. Especially because it's a visual thing. Yeah. Uh, so as a as a public speaker, I I know you know a handful of um, body gestures that make a difference in conversation. Yeah. And the pointing is actually referred to as the bully. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's why people don't like it when you point at them. They they feel you know like they're being bullied. And if you want to test this out, by all means, grab someone nearby and start testing this stuff out. Have a chat to them and say, hey, look, I want to test these things out. First of all, get them to point at you and you'll feel it. You'll actually feel someone pointing at you. And I can do it in here. I can point at you He's guys. Threatening, yeah. yeah, you're feeling, you, can you feel the point? Well, they say it's almost it. like a like a gun, you know, being pointed at you. you, know, you yeah, sort of yeah. and there's different yeah. ways as well. So you can get kind of more intense about it or oh, yeah. um, you felt that one, did you? I did, yeah. Yeah, okay. Was that the pressure? Uh, no, that's that's oh. the, the hands up. So we'll, we'll get to that one. But we'll stick to the bully for the moment. Um, uh, the bully is a great way to make a point. But when you're pointing at a person, they feel bullied. So what you can actually do, instead of pointing at a person, you can point at something else, like at the ground, you can point at the sky, you can close your fist so you're not pointing at anybody. And moving your fist up and down strengthens that point. Like it's showing the strength as you as you do yeah. that. Um, and you can put it in your hand as well. And you can hear that noise now. So yep. you can really, you know, hammer that point home. So that's the, that's the bully. So if you want to make a point, of, a strong point, then use the bully. But try to avoid pointing at people unless you really want to bully them. No, I just... <laughs> I, in, I was uh, lost it. Oh, yeah. But I can remember so many board meetings where I just slammed my fist on the desk. Ah. <laughs> and it wasn't contrived. Mm-hmm. But I absolutely was taking charge of that freaking meeting. It was going to yeah. freaking happen my way there and then. Right. Yes, it was. <laughs> See, this is what was going on for me. The whole time, the bully, I'm thinking, bully, bully, what? what's a bully? Yeah. There's so much more above hey. bully. There's hey, so look, much have you got a mirror for it? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. With all respect, I'm what mm. bullies are scared of. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the ultimate bully is what you're no. saying? No. There's more than that. There's more than that. Out comes the finger. So absolutely. I, but I was pointing at God. You were, you were pointing though. I was pointing yeah, at God saying there's up. more than that. You were, you were pointing. Yeah, okay, so, the bully. Yeah. So there you go. So, and I, look, absolutely. When I was at school, I was, I bullied, I was bullied. You know, it was, it was, it was my life for a good 16 years, like mm-hmm. in a physical sense. Yeah, well-practiced. Well-practiced. However, what I, what I learned at 16 mm. in the locker room was that, the, a level above bully is taking what a bully has to give and then whatever, laughing at them, ridiculing them, belittling them yeah. verbally. Yeah. So now <laughs> here's a clue for a lot of people, women and blokes, probably more blokes, and it took me a long time to realise this. I was proud of the fact I didn't throw a punch after 16. Mm-hmm. Very proud of that. Mm-hmm. Um Pussy. Because up until well up until then <laughs> up until then I'm I was just, that's okay kidding. up until then I was proud of the fact that I landed a lot of punches yeah, you know yeah then I was I just so this is this is this is you know I think we've touched on this many times it's like our, our awareness can change so much mm. um, and and really again a, a, one of the recipes for life is just change your perspective if you can change your perspective on something it can change your world really a, a really great exercise for that if you're struggling to communicate with someone, what I suggest you do is you put two seats down and you actually swap seats. Now, if you if you struggle to be successful with the other person there, just do it alone and put yourself into their chair. Right. 
uh, and actually play their role within it and see how they're experiencing right. the interactions with you. And the harder you find to put yourself in the other person's shoes, the more fucked up you are. Yeah, <laughs> Not them. I'm just saying that, that yeah. bluntly because this is where I've been. I'll just finish what I was going to say and then, then I'm going to yeah. shut up again for a bit because I was enjoying listening. <laughs> Thing is, this is important though because I'm learning that I've got a role to play sharing what I've learned because mm -hmm. at 48, I'm okay. starting to learn yeah. a whole yeah. lot of stuff that I think a lot of, again, blokes especially, are not learning. No. And so... It's such a gap. I was proud of not, not landing punches. I'm not throwing punches anymore. Mm, yeah. And I was proud of the fact that I could That's now awesome. own any bitch by just treating him like a bitch. Yeah. So the trouble is, I then went on for the next nearly 30 years of my life just treating people like a bitch. Yeah, okay. And I mean, in that term of, you know, the, the American kind of, kind of street slang bitch, you know, like... Yeah, just, okay. If I can own that person verbally, it's a different type of. Bullet. I don't need to have a fight. Ah, yes. yes. See, yeah. I thought I was doing well. Yeah. Right. You know, a world that was contentious from my perspective. See, what people don't understand: I'm six foot three, I'm 100 whatever kilos. I come across as a bully. Um, I, I landed on this one in a podcast I did a little while back. I am actually a teddy bear that acts like a grizzly bear. Mm -hmm. Right. And the trouble is that only, I'm just going to say this bluntly: only the people that care to look can see that. Mm. Most people don't care to look because they've got their own stuff going on. Yeah, it's not, not, a, not a bad thing. It's just people well, don't care to look. Well, the, the, it's interesting for us to be able to be a bully and then go to higher stages of that. We have to have mastered the ability of being the bully, like the being the warrior, being able to protect ourselves. We have to master that to move on. Okay. So for anyone out there who's rejecting their own power, okay, they're saying, oh, I don't like, I don't like, you know, bullies. I don't like, and, and you can label it as violence or whatever the model was in your world growing up. Okay. So we, we have models of this in the world. <clears throat> I went to an all boys school. There were no good versions of it there. So I've rejected the warrior, but that was a bad thing to do. I need to embrace my warrior. I need to accept that I am a warrior. I am strong and I am capable. Every single human on the planet if you haven't got that about yourself yet, start figuring out how to get that about yourself because your life isn't going to change dramatically until that you discover that you are actually powerful and potent. And the this this bully thing is so ego-driven, like it's an external thing. The bully's ex very external and very ego-driven. And there's been ex situations in my life where <clears throat> I've had people that have tried to, you know, there was, there was a spot, a time when someone tried to mug me. Right? We were walking down the street and they tried to mug me. And they had their shirt off and they had it over their hand like they're carrying a weapon. I looked at them and I saw them actually stepping in front of me on the footpath. And I thought, okay, here we go. And I thought, well, the best way to handle this, he's going to try and threaten me physically. Okay, he's going to try to be, to be the bully in this situation. So I looked at him. I looked him in the eye. I looked down to his, to his shirt that he looked like a weapon. I looked him all the way down and all the way back to his eyes. And then I just looked at him with this, you mean nothing to me, and looked away. And then I turned my head so far away that if he'd walked in front of me, I would have actually walked into him. I couldn't have seen him step in front of me. Um, of course, my, you know, my adrenaline's up and my heart's pumping as if I'm bursting out of my chest. I thought, what's going to happen here? <clears throat> um, but I let him know that he was so far beneath me, even if he had a weapon, that he meant nothing to me. And that was how I was able to be the bully in that situation. And then when we went past him, 
uh, his girlfriend was behind us following and you could hear them arguing. She's like, what did you do? Why did you let them go? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And this, this young guy is like, I don't understand what just happened. I, ha- I have, I like, I have a weapon yeah, or I like a weapon or yeah, here I am with my yeah. shirt off and, you know, and this guy just, he just ignored me. Like I meant nothing. So this, this kid is going through this situation of, I've just been treated like I'm nothing. And I thought I was the big bully here. So, so much of it is ego-based. All of this bully and bravado is ego-based. And that's exactly what you were saying there, mm. Al, about <clears throat> you used to be a physical bully. You used to throw your fists around. Mm. And then you're like, you know what? I don't need to throw my fists. I can be a bully to a bully who throws their fists. Mm. And I don't even need to get physical about it. Mm. And it's just another level of the ego saying mm. that I'm bigger than you. Mm. However, I thought I was doing well. <laughs> well, you are, because that's, that's a growth. That's that is worked. growth. Yeah, now, is though, growth. I look back and say, I can do better. I guess you're right. You can, and it's you a, keep growing, and hopefully yeah. you evolve out of that. Yeah. And and not being violent, I think, is a great step forward. <laughs> so, n- not. I think it's good to know when to use the bully and when not, but mastering the ability to not have to get physical and still be able to be better than someone, because that's really what's going on. It's the ego saying, hey, I'm, I am strong, I am powerful. I don't know what would have happened if I got into a fight with that young guy. He probably would have trashed me. Um, I, I was ready to throw the first punch, though. If he'd said anything, I would have just smacked him in the face. I wouldn't have. That would have been it. Like, I was ready to just punch mm. that kid as, as hard as have, I physically he could. But he might have, you know, it might have been a combination of that. Because it depends in which arena you're in. Like, you know, now that we're in business and we're all grown up, it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, bullying, you can definitely still see it. Mm, yeah. I yeah. see it because I deal with multiple trades, different sites and all the rest of it. And, you know, I really think if you, the way the bully is fed is when everyone's become subservient to them and they accept that that's the behaviour and that's okay, well, that's what I God, I've got it again and, you know what I mean? It's not a great relationship for anyone um, and we see it a lot on, you know, job sites. Yeah. I don't feed it at all. I, I, I'm very upfront, stick to the facts. Um, and you see it all the time. And, and the difference is, is that people say to me, well, ah, oh, how did you go with him? You know, yeah, oh, well, I just said this, this is what we need to do. This is why we're here to do it. Because, oh, did he put his foot down? I said, oh, I think so. Yeah, had words <laughs> to say. Oh, well, that's just him. You know, we mm. accept it. I go, okay, I don't know the guy. Mm. Yep. So I'm just here to do this. Well, there might be some issues. Of course, cool, there's issues with drag it up and just, you know, have it out. But That's why they pay us the big bucks. That's right. And then all of a sudden, and I really feel that it's not sucking up people's asses, but getting them on side. Hey, you look busy, man. How's things, you know? Mm. Uh, geez, you must, you know, must be a bit going on here. And they're now, like, oh, okay. Now, I don't, so, but it's more just getting on a level playing field. I'm getting like better saying, at picking hey, up on this. That is not an authentic way, is it? Sucking no, up. No. How about acknowledging? It's perceived as. How about acknowledging? Yeah. How about acknowledging? Yeah. The guy's skills or traits, or oh, they'll they'll see that as disingenuous straight away. If no, you sit it, there and go, what not if it's real. Not if yeah. it's real. Yeah. Not if it's real. Yeah. I it, mean, it's my, there because you can do something. Yeah. It just can be perceived the way. It, it mean, me personally, the way I approach it is that they're going, oh, he's a nightmare to deal with. Mm. Nine times out of ten, me and that guy are like peas in a pod mm-hmm. in the end, and he's respectful, and we're respectful to each other, and that's more because I just. I do get him on side, and that's what people can see is sucking up. I'm not doing whatever he wants to do. I'm doing what I need to do to ensure that our team 
succeeds and his yeah. team and, and the dynamic changes. I think we're in agreement. I, I misheard you. Yeah, so, yeah, so, but <laughs> some people can perceive that, yeah, but yeah, especially yeah, people yeah, accepting yeah, yeah. this bully bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I don't accept an arsehole. If, there's an, if you're an arsehole, you're an arsehole and I'll call it, yeah, yeah. but this is what we're here to do. Yeah. So that aside... So, so for our listeners... Be professional about it. What I'm hearing these guys talk about right now is actually aligning the goal. So when you're, when you're dealing yeah. with, with someone who's in that warrior or bully state, um, they're in a kind of rebellious place. Uh, but they, 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 they want something to happen. Like they, want, they kind of have expectations in the way they want things to go. If you can align what they want and what you want, they're on board. They're going to be a supporter for you. So when you've got this yeah. warrior okay, on your side, it makes it really easy. And you, the two of you can produce really great work together. So if you've got someone like that in your workplace, look how to align their goals and your goals, and they'll be way more supportive. And communication, so that's a big key in any any area, any facet. That's what I found that, and it's that's that's the hard thing. Is showing the only thing. Yeah, well, and being <laughs> being vulnerable, you know, and and mm. clearly communicating because you've had those instances where you know you you talk, you you feel you're on the same page, and mm. then a week or two later. These things come out and you're going, well, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm really thought, confused we, now. We yeah, well, of, yeah. yeah, because is it, you know, people are not familiar with communicating on such a open level. I'm very open. Mm. Someone mm. says I'm not coping, dot, 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 dot. I'm like, cool. So what I'm hearing, you know, mm. is this. Big week, long day, you know what I mean? Let's give it some perspective. No one's going to die. No one has died. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Yeah. Mm. And it'll pass. Mm-hmm. No, but it fucking won't. I can't find the tool. <laughs> this isn't right. That's not right. And we're going, cool. So you just need to go and have a bit of a breather. Is there anything I can do to help you? Mm. Yeah? What do you need? No, there's not much you can do. On the other end of the phone, <laughs> I'll say, well, okay. There you go. There's that little, okay, so what, what, what can you do? Mm-hmm. And still people find that, you know, mm. um, they call it, I've been called cryptic. Rhetorical, yeah. Oh wow, you know, I'm like wow, yeah. Mm. You, you know, people get paid for me to help you, like coach you, mm. to be a good self manager. Mm. It's amazing, isn't it? And you get paid as well. <laughs> it's like yeah, and that's I'm like it's that dichotomy. And then it, then at the end of the you know two three weeks when you work with someone, all this stuff comes out. And you go, well, where was that? Mm. We were saying all this time if this was just put on the table and communicated in the first place. But people are, in, are defensive. <clears throat> they just are. That's just how yeah. we are in life. We're always, we feel like we're under attack. It, it, in fact, it's such, it such a, a time. Yeah, it's such a big issue in today's society that you're, that you're just going to get attacked by other people. Yeah. That's part of the rebellious warrior. Like they're always looking for a fight. That's that phase that I want you to get through quickly. Yeah. But I need you to get that about yourself, that you're infinitely powerful. And the faster you can get that you're infinitely powerful and therefore you don't have to be a victim anywhere at any time, um, the sooner you get that, the sooner you can get to the really good stuff where you can start being awesome with people. You can start loving people. You can start being a warrior for the good stuff that you want in your life. And maybe that's just the place to start. You say, hey, I want the two of us to have an amazing relationship. Great. Be a warrior for that. Fight for that relationship to be amazing. Um, That's a really great place to start fighting. So... Um, once you do that, you can start having the higher conversations that Luke's talking about right now, where you can actually be there for someone. 
but unfortunately to get to that space because everybody's in this in like they're all acting like they're under attack because that's kind of where we are in the world right now and we need to get past that so the more people that can show more love and respect the faster we're going to get past it so as an example of how bad this is whenever you run a seminar now i, I was taught this by someone um, who runs all sorts of workshops and things and it's been invaluable when you bring a heap of strangers, <clears throat> excuse me, when you bring a heap of strangers together in a room, let's say you've got a, you're running a, a seminar, a workshop, there's 100 people in that room. There's 100 people in that room carrying a club. Every single person that's walked into that room is carrying a club looking to defend themselves. Now that's rhetorical, by the way. Or are they? <laughs> or are they? Huh? Is it a club or is it a, you know, Now, a as the person at the front of the room, it's our job to help them put that club down. Tell them that it's okay and it's safe. You're in, you're around my campfire and I will protect you in here. You are safe. Um, <clears throat> and to be able to put that down, they need to have enough faith in you that you can control that campfire. Not just yourself, but everybody in that room. You need to be able to control all of that so that they are safe in that space and they can all put their clubs down, come around that campfire together and really get some juicy value from it. Uh, and that's what it's like in life. So if you meet anybody, know that they're carrying a club, okay, until you can help them put that club down around you. So that's what you're experiencing. Somebody who's been through life defending themselves. Yeah, and I saw that, and I see that firsthand, you know, <clears throat> exactly. I, and you point that out, you know, mm. look at the environment you've come from is very different to the environment you're in at the moment. So it may seem a little bit unfamiliar. It might be hard to grasp that if you crash a company vehicle on your first week, that the boss has gone, oh, no problem. Just follow the process of, you know, exchanging details. Is anyone hurt? No, we're all good. Can drive a car? Great. So just move on to the next job. We'll sort it out tomorrow. Oh, that it? Yeah, we'll just talk about tomorrow. It's all good. So no one's, no one's died, have they? No. Oh, okay. And they think, shit, <laughs> that's not right. What's going to happen tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm well, going to have you a know, job tomorrow. Cryptic, cryptic, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, because they can't see it. You're right. They've got yeah. that club. And then, you yeah. know, like, it takes a little bit to get to get used to. Mm. But, you know, I think that people showing that vulnerability, opening the doors faster. Mm. And well, again, so this is what we spoke, we spoke about earlier. Um, environment. Yeah. So if people, if people are shown this is a different environment to what you're used to. Now, we wouldn't do it this way, but just yeah. to keep it simple for now. People are shown, you know, over at the front door, there's a, rack you put your club in there when you walk in and then by all means grab it again when you walk out the yeah. door because i know you need it out there yeah. but in here you don't need it because we do things differently and it's being I, clear I really, on that that's a that's a hundred percent i think gary v said something like that because he said that people want that environment but he goes what they're prepared to actually give back in the way of doing the work to become part of that environment is night and day you know, and even when you have that discussion with someone, they're like, yeah, 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 100%, 100%. Challenges surface, all the rest of it. And so, well, maybe we had this discussion, right? When you're here, that club goes down. Yeah. So they're always looking, oh, there's something not right. There's a back room somewhere where something goes on that I don't know about, yeah? No, they're always yeah, looking yeah. For, yeah. for something. So their bullshit radar's always on the go. Yeah. Again, they're completely off offline. They're not thinking sure. But it's, it's it's training. Yeah. And, and it's time. Uh, and... Um... In the book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, they talk about, um, there's, a, there's a quote in there, with people, fast is slow. So if you try and be quick, 
you, you're going to find the club. But if you take your time and you show the vulnerability and you really support them, then they're going to be able to put that club down. And I really love what you said there, Al, about telling them to put their club down, like actually kind of creating that as a thing. I think it's a really great way to get people on board. Hey, we, here we don't carry our clubs around in here. We put them down at the door. The thing that I would probably adjust slightly is when you said pick it up on the way out because I know you need it out there. I'd say and you can and it's optional whether or not you pick it up Fine. on the way out. Fine. Just to yeah Fine. to say hey spread this to the rest of the world. Don't this isn't some magical little pocket you're not going to find anywhere else. Be responsible for actually you know carrying it. Um, you know maybe have a net to catch everybody instead. Leave the club there. Grab a net to bring other people in on <laughs> on this new way of living. Like, um, yeah, I like that club analogy. And just let mm. them know that you'll frisk them down for those hidden clubs you know, <laughs> for the next month. Well, you know, in the, their back pocket. The, the reason why people are, looking, are wondering about the dark back room is because you are... I didn't say it was we, dark. We, hang on, sorry. We, <laughs> we all, we yeah. actually all yeah. want to be in an environment where there's no clubs. Yeah. And we all, are, at times, are invited to leave the club at the door. And we all say... There's mine, I'll put it there. And then we all conceal one in our sock or our back pocket, mm. including you. To protect ourselves. Yeah. So the reason why they think there's this room or whatever it is, whatever the room is, is because you still have a club too. Yeah. A kosh. You know, the kosh is the little yeah. club. So part of that environment is an acknowledgement, hey, guys, what I'm asking you to do is as difficult for me as it is for you. And I expect you to hold me accountable Correct. to it as well. And so the rules are, I'm, you know, if I start, if my club comes out, yeah. here's how we deal with that too. And know that the clubs will come out and they'll come they back may. in. No, no, Ross no, they right. will. Like Ross, even... Well, Ross is right. Rather than rather than putting asking for it to happen, it may. In the event that it does. Oh, and, and 100% yeah. it will. In the event yeah. that it does. No, no, no. Or in the event no, that no, it does. No, don't say 100% that it will. Because then you're commanding it. No, it will, though. But no, you're no, commanding no. it now. Yes. You're no, now no, demanding no. that it happens. So if I and sit it, there and you're yeah, making pointing at He's very good at taking it. And you're making it more okay. So here's the here's some there you go wall. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't really do the hand signals. We so when so say we face uh, something like uh, a reprimand, right? You've come into this. You've clearly got your club in your hand. We've spoken about the club. I'm not okay with the club. Do you know what I mean? Well, do you know? Do you know what the first issue is? Yeah. An environment with no clubs never has a reprimand. Never. But but acknowledging that we, we may go so back to having our no, club. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So listen, Luke, listen, yeah. listen Luke we've got yeah. some resistance here at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so here's, I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, this is where I go into mentoring. I, I think I understand what's going on for you, but let's put that aside because that's yeah. my opinion. At the end of the day, this is what I'm saying. We will have a club no matter what we say we're going to do. Potentially. <laughs> but we don't have to, Potentially. Right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do not have to. Yeah. And we can practice putting ours down. We can practice not fiddling with it. We can practice... But when it's not there, we're still okay. We can practice that. And in fact, as the leader of the business, we have to practice that if we want our business to be that. And, and Gandhi proved that you don't have to have a club. Yes. No, and that's and, and to add to what you were saying is that and when we when that club does arise, to know that it's okay when it does, you know, and we can go back to In the event no that club. it does, here's how we disarm ourselves. Yeah. You know, here's how we here's how we call a, we call a truce. We, we sit down on chairs. We do, Whatever it is we do. We yeah. don't all pull out our clubs. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely do not pull out our clubs. Yeah. Yeah. That, is the, that is the worst thing you could do. And Gandhi proved that. He removed British rule in such an extraordinary short amount of time without 
a single piece of violence. Yeah. Just yeah. mind-boggling. Like he just what he was capable of doing. So that's an example of what putting your own club down can be. And I think it's more extreme than that. He not only was there no violence, it's it's easy to say there's no violence. More to that, he didn't try and change anything or anybody. Yeah. He said, here's yeah. what I want and here's what I'm prepared to do myself yes. if I don't get what I want. Yeah. And and he was prepared to die for that. So that was yeah, so I'll that's give up my life if and... I don't get this. Yeah. And and, mm. and what was extraordinary wasn't... level of yeah. love for other humans. And he didn't yeah, he, he didn't was, say yeah. Oh, you all think I'm great. You know, he wasn't like a politician. You yeah, all think just, I'm great. Yeah. Therefore, you yeah. must do what I want. He just said, here's what I want and here's what I'll do if I don't get it. Yeah. And he relied on the fact that he built, or he built the relationship that people would... Oh, that's a, simple, that's a more simplified way of, of, yeah, of the club analogy, is it? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. The club comes yeah, out and head. you go, you know what? I think you're amazing and you don't need that club. You're way more powerful yeah. without it. I'm not there. I'm not there. He loves oh, his yeah. club. Mate, <laughs> I, I reckon, you know those those movies, those sort of spoof spy movies where they, you know, they pull out 15 different weapons or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I reckon I've got 10 times that. <laughs> just I reckon I've got some out. that are hidden so well, I don't remember where they are. Jeez. But yeah, he's, he's got a matrix number of them. <laughs> that's right. You know, those, those <laughs> that's big, right. Two big... But, but I, see, all I know is in a stash, I can just reach on automatic pilot and it'll come. I've yeah. always got one. Yeah. And the thing is this, everybody around me that knows me at all knows that they're there too. And they know that even when, I, when they send me put down 50, I've got another one hidden somewhere. But is that... Why? Most of them are just learning. Yeah. I thought in the last I, few I years... I wouldn't have. If you put a club out on me, like not like a physical club, but if you're like, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, is everything all right? Like, because... Sure. However, Luke, if we spend enough time together and go through enough stuff together, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to happen. Possibly. But I'd still, yeah. But that, he just shared with you that he slams his desk on uh, yeah, in the I middle know, of a I meeting don't... in a corporate situation. Oh, yeah. mate, I, I f and blind and call people stuff, and I, I bring out the absolute schoolyard behaviour in the boardroom. But I'd still feel comfortable to to just say, "Hey, what, like, what's going on?" Sure. Not from a smart ass condescending, sure. yeah. From like sure. a, yeah. a level of like, you know, yeah. I, I care. Yeah, yeah. I potentially know that this isn't you, and sure, we haven't experienced like a full lifetime together, but I'd still be okay to call it out. But if I mm. didn't yeah. know you on a deeper level, I would somewhat be concerned. Well, and there's a clue. And, there's and a I'd clue. probably be a bit quieter. And, I'd, and there's start, a clue. Yeah. There's a clue. Yeah. There's a clue. Yeah. yeah? It's the, the way you said it before, right? People are not comfortable putting their clubs down because they just don't trust what they're told. Yeah. There's the clue. Once there's a deep rapport, once there's a deep understanding, a deep connection, a deep belief, then people can start to trust it. Yeah. Well, there's too many people yeah. with the club in their hand, behind their back, as they put the other hand out to shake. Oh, yeah. Now, they're only shaking with one hand. They're not shaking with both hands. They're but, shaking with one hand because the other one's holding the well, club. Well, didn't you know, Ross, now you can have drone-driven clubs, so you can stand there with both hands exposed <laughs> and have a drone above their head, ready to do Yeah, up. someone behind them and you just give them the nod. And you go, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Put out both oh, hands, take both their hands. Yeah, yeah. I've got him, quick, slobber him, slobber him. Exactly. So Excellent. it's, look, I, I, again, Luke, I, my impression of the way you do things, you, you know, and let's not be judgmental or whatever, but in a simple, in simplistic terms, the way you do things is way advanced to the way I've done. So, well, it's just different, it's not. Well, again, I'm not worried about the yeah, judgment. Yeah, yeah. What, the point I'm making is this, like you, you've focused on your evolution let's say, as much as the success of your business. Let's, let's just leave it as a simple equation. Okay, yeah, yeah. While I was only ever focused 
And here's the irony. I didn't care about success. I didn't want success. I didn't... So all, all the things I didn't want, I did with absolute vigor. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, right, yeah. I wasn't bothered about how I was. It didn't even occur to me that it yeah, mattered how yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I've always gotten what I wanted and, and ultimately there's a way. The way it was, yeah. There's a way. There is a way and it just takes more of whatever. Whatever, it, I don't even know what it is, but I'm sure it's more teeth, more noise, more Great. whatever. Yeah. And so in simple terms, the fact that you are consistently asking yourself these questions and you are consistently looking for that way that you feel is 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 bigger, yeah. then you're on track. I still defi- I still go back to behaviours that are... Of course. Yeah, you know, I think, oh, okay, you know, and that that's when I say I, I feel okay with that. I don't beat myself up and say yeah. that others. Oh, none of it's right yeah. or wrong. Yeah. But, yeah. but what, well, the thing that will support you most in that is actually asking the people around you to support you when you do that. Yeah. Say, hey, I'm here to I'm here to get to help you live a more extraordinary life. Yeah. Um, and, and this is kind of how it looks. Yeah. And I want you to do the same for me. Hey, if I go there, I want you to support me the way I would support you. Yeah. Nice. I really like that. That's, and that's yeah. and that that's the yeah. mm. that is the point where we have to hold ourselves to a high level of account. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if we set people up to include us, and then we. We mm. subvert that. Right. Yeah. We subvert mm, that, and yeah. now we don't subvert that deliberately necessarily. However, we still can subvert it. Then that's where we where we lose a lot of trust, yeah, and a lot of that power. And so there has to be a. I believe there has to be a mechanism mm. even for that situation. Yeah, yeah, and that actually brings us back to um, what we talk about: responsibility equals power. Back in um, uh, episode forty five, it kind of links in a bit where we take responsibility for how we're being and how we're showing up. And, you know, there's a whole new levels that we could talk about that, but we're not going to get into that right now because that would be a whole new episode. Okay, it is. And, yes. And I'm actually aware that we didn't do the hand signals. We, we talked about the first one and I, and I take responsibility for derailing the, the episode because I had a, a long you know, monologue in the middle there. So <laughs> I pointed at you though. I pointed and Al was, you're doing this one, the upside down time out. Quite good. I felt. Yeah, he's talking to me, right? Yeah, upside down, time listen out. to me. Yeah, yeah? Okay. not do what I say. Listen to me. Upside down, time out. I didn't realize that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's cool. You just taught me that. I didn't know. I was but doing I did that. the wall. That's enough. So that's my ear. I'm just pointing and I'm going. Just yeah, yeah. Right. So let, so let's uh, let's jump into the the next episode with uh, with those. Okay. Uh, thanks, gentlemen. It's been an extraordinary one. I'd love to actually keep talking about this topic for uh, you know another hour, half hour, but. Uh, but that's a, that's enough for now. I reckon between Luke and I, the bully will come back. <laughs> oh, I have no doubt. Yeah, there's a bit of yeah, yeah, there's a bit in there, but uh, we work through it. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. It's been a, another awesome episode. Look forward to catching you on the next one. Thank, Thank you. you. You too. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact regarding the show, please reach out to us via email at Ross. L Luke at gmail.com. That's Ross L Luke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out L and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit Luke at lfsigns.com.au. This has been the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.